All right, everybody, welcome to our ongoing episodically modular series, Get Bissos, Season 3. Uh, the tale of Richard Warren Sears. Actually, you know, by the way, this is the last episode. You could listen. This is our episodically modular series, meaning you can listen to it in any order. It's uh, episodically modular, so yeah, you could listen to it in any order. But uh, the, uh, this happens to be the last uh, episode of this season. Uh, though there still will be. Though there still will be a recap episode. So this is uh, season three. Yeah. Of, oh, so oh, this is oh, the tale of Richard. G, G, this is called Gepessos. It's a tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny. Who once lived on Earth just like we did, but in an earlier time, they were titans of retail industry who passed on to the greater pastures in the sky. Well, not greater pastures. In their case, not worse. Uh, they passed on to new opportunities in post-life, post-Earth life existence in a place we call colloquially called purgatory. Uh, which was a very dull place, uneventful, and uh, they spent some time there in purgatory. Then they started, Richard Warren Sears became, started reading the news and heard about this new titan of retail industry, Jif Bissos. All these are fictional characters, by the way. And they decided to head to Earth, return to Earth, to, to, to teach Jif how to love and many more lessons. So many life lessons uh, they wanted to share with him. They really wanted to get Bessos and, you know, help him get Bessos and give him a hug. And so they did that in season one. It went pretty well until they uh, went down to H-E double hockey sticks. They ended up uh, like uh, de-existing H-E double hockey sticks. Then they said, well, we still need that H-E double hockey sticks. So we're going to um, reinvent it and create H-E double hockey sticks 2.0. And ended up, I think that's how the season ended. That did not go well, though. Between seasons, their plans for H-E Double Hockey Sticks 2.0, which was really, I don't know if I talked about this, uh, they decided to take everybody that was in H-E Double Hockey Sticks and say, hey, you've, we've heard of Guardian Angels. What about a Guardian Buddy? We take everybody from H-E Double Hockey Sticks. Clearly, everybody that's been down here has learned their lesson. We're going to send you to Earth to work with one human because we actually have enough people down here that it really worked out mathematically. And you go up there and help your human live their best life, uh, their most moral, positive life, so they don't end up in H-E double hockey sticks. Gives you a second chance in some proverbial sense. And some of you might say, well, I'm not so sure that's a great idea. And it ends up you're right. Uh, sending people from H-E double hockey sticks to be guardian angels or something like that does not work. And in order to save Earth, I think they had to de-exist most of Earth. Uh, but uh, one pocket of Earth made it really good. They ended up becoming a utopia. Again, this is on a long timeline, a long time ago galaxy far, far away. Uh, that utopia just happened to be called Bessos because one of Jif's descendants was the founder of it, I think. Or maybe it was based on the ancient, I don't know. But uh, then in season two, Rich Warren's years, Jif went to go to the, uh, to the, to the uh, utopia Bessos uh, so that he could check on his 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 progeny. I, I don't know if it was like one of his descendants. I think uh, James and Richard went to get Bessos once again, and then that ended up not going good either. The Utopia ended up fine, but they ended up kind of de-existing heaven. And a lot of other stuff, but the whole reason that happened was because of the. Uh, what do you call that? The divine creator, the, you know, the grand architect was out on sabbatical. 
once again, Richard Warren Sears, James Cashpenny, and Jeff uh, Bissos found themselves in purgatory before season three started. And since most of Earth, now you might say, oh boy, so most of Earth is de existed. I say, well, in this story, but you know, when you have a divine architect or whatever, they'd back everything up, including organic backup. So they had a backup Earth called Hearth uh, with a silent H, but I say it now just so you know it's called Hearth. And in that second Earth, very similar to ours so that you know so well. There was another titan of retail and social sharing, ZBIF, who had a social media shopping and sharing platform called ZBIF, ubiquitous, uh, that had come to dominate life in that world of Hearth. Uh, and Jif saw the impact that the so, like Jif had known about, you know, Jif's life and said, well, I'm having second thoughts, and now I see this ZBIF. Maybe I could go get ZBIF and teach ZBIF not to, you know, like uh, have a negative impact on multiple communities and individuals. Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny, like, uh, went to go get Jif because they said, well, Jif's our best friend and we don't know if Jif's going to be fine or not. So we'll go get Bessos before Bessos gets ZBIF. And gives him a big, you know, hug, or in this case, a proverbial wave, you know, wave in the place of a hug. And that's what happened in season three. And season three has mostly been James and Richard trying to find Jif because they've been going through meeting with communities and individuals impacted by Zbiff's social media and shopping platform. You know, things like parking, S-H-A-M-E-R-S-S, straws, you know, these great challenges. Uh, uh, people who uh, pile, people pile on, you know, all those things, they tried to deal with that. They realized uh, it's not easy uh, undoing the impacts of a social media shopping and sharing platform when mixed with the sweet, sweet uh, mix of humanity or her humanity with an extra silent H at the beginning for her humanity. So they spent the whole season doing that. Finally, what they did, they realized this is what we suspect thus far in the last episode, to get into the last episode. Not only was Jeff trying to get an idea of the impact of uh, the social media and shopping platform on individuals and communities, Jif uh, was looking to meet with the mental health experts in ZBIF, uh, I mean, in Hearth, uh, to get their help, uh, like, to come up with all, like, ways to, uh, what do you call that, uh, uh, kind of displace or counteract or balance off, the, you know, say, well, like maybe with some sort of corporate responsibility. I don't know because I haven't. We haven't spent a lot of time with Jif at all this season. Jif also became known as Jay Jiffy, a bit like Banksy, but also doing a lot more stuff. Uh, you know, not just a street. I know. I mean, like less mysterious than Banksy because you know I got more details about Jay Jiffy. So Jif went through the world doing do, doing that stuff. James and Richard did. Finally, Jif actually R.W. revealed Jif's location to Zbif, and it looks like Jif was taken into Zbif headquarters. And now Richard Warren Sears and James Cashpenny are trying to get themselves into Zbif headquarters, and that's where our story begins before it comes to an end. Uh, and also calling in remotely, uh, but, you know, so close that I'm going to keep my iPad open on, uh, you know, FaceTime so he can listen in and lie in his bed. He's the loudest FaceTime, even when his microphone's on mute. Oh, no, I forgot we're using Squadcast. But even though his microphone's on mute uh, on Squadcast, uh, and we're doing a double ender, so I really don't need to hear him as long as he records his end. Then I can edit it in. But I love hearing his voice, except all the, you know, but it, it, like he can move, like uh, I say, Antonio, why do you move around so much when you're on like uh, 
And he says, I'm not. And I say, well, I can hear you moving. He says, my microphone's on mute. He said, I had to unmute it to, you know, tell you that. But so the loudest, uh, like, uh, Zoomer, FaceTimer, Squadcaster in the world, even when he's on mute, his presence can be heard because it's comforting and handsome. Uh, the person that introduces our series, Mr. Antonio Banderas. As the ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary. It's time for another episode of Get Besos. Uh, thanks, Antonio. That was beautiful. I was just kidding about how, you know, you know, I was just joking. Oh, Scooter, you're so funny. Can you hear me laughing? No, I, I mean, because hopefully you're on mute now. Thanks, that's Antonio Banderas. This is uh, Get Besos. Buddy, 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 James. It's uh, here's the idea. We're gonna we're we're gonna go in there, uh, and we're, we're so we're running a reality show just like we've been doing this whole time, but we're also experts. Yeah, but Richie, we're not experts in any field of mental. I mean. You might be, we might be, uh, yeah, we're not experts in any field of mental health. I mean, we may have some expertise, some mastery of mental, like, a, of a, you know, I mean, we definitely have the, the other side of it down. I don't understand what you're trying not to say, James. Well, I just don't understand, like, what if they actually ask us in, okay, James, just say we're experts in CBD. Uh, now that does that sounds like something okay bbd no that's uh, that reminds me of something else uh okay james just p p we're we're experts in p p p p c p no that one's not good either elemental p that, that's the one we're we're experts in elemental p uh, and then if anybody asks say okay well that's a great question what made you ask that question I'd be so curious yeah, yeah, I feel something there. Do, do, have you heard that term? You know, okay. Yeah, I'm not comfortable. I mean, I, I know that's a way to do it, is to fake it like that. Uh, James, is it any, like, I realize we're not offering to help anybody. We won't help anybody. I promise you that. We won't use our uh, mis, our deceptions to help anyone under deception. I can promise you that. Uh, no, I mean, we'll use our deceptions to help Jif, uh, get out of there. But other than that, we won't use LMNOP to help anybody except for Jif. We're going to go get Jif out before, you know, the, the, uh, crowdsource figures out where Jif is. And then that's all we're here anyway. So we might as well, uh, hello. Yeah, we're here. Uh, we're here to meet. We're, we're here. Uh, we have a meeting with Jay Jiffy. And uh, we understand he's here. Well, how do I know he's here? Well, that's because I have a meeting with him. Oh, it's uh, James, J James and Richard, uh, J J C and R W from. Uh, we were supposed to talk to Jeff about Element O P. Oh well, what were we going to discuss? Well, I can't really tell you that. I got to discuss it with Jeff in private. It's private stuff, private matter. Well, you could just let us in. I mean, it's a private matter that we need to discuss privately. Now, I realize there's no such thing as privacy anymore. So I'm willing to accept that fact, winkety-wink, but if we can meet with privately with Jif, we'll assume it's a private situation, also assuming we have no privacy. Uh, you don't understand. James, please help me. Yeah, we'd like to meet with Jif privately. Uh, we, we're actually, we're, uh, I don't know if you've heard about our re reality show, uh, Helping the Helpers. It's a new show that we're working on a pilot of. Jif, Jay Jif, he's actually the producer and writer of the show. And we were going to be associate producers and also experts. We're one of the pair of helpers that we're going to help the helpers. But we also are in need of, like, we always, you know, we're not perfect either. And Jif had a couple of things that he told us in secret. Uh, 
like under like you know when they do the the ticking watch and it, so we only Jif can knows the words to unlock it from our minds to help the helpers. It was a way of Jif keeping secrets, so so we don't even know what we don't know. But I'm sure J, oh J Jiffy yeah not Jif I don't know who Jif is. Well, we'd love to meet Zbiff too if Zbiff's in. Oh no okay well yeah yeah. Again, we, uh, assume, you know, we'll assume we have a private situation, but we're not going to hold, you know, we can't, we know, you know, you can't make any guarantees, but I guarantee we will have a sense of privacy when we're privately meeting with Jiff, Jay Jiffy. Okay, thanks so much. Uh, James, you said the same things I said, just less effectively, and somehow, I guess it was a combination of, yeah, it was a combination, Richie. Oh, there's Jeff. He's in that room there. Well, it's a pretty nice room. Yeah, yes, it is, James. This is a very effective... Uh, this is one of the fastest moving sidewalks I've ever been on. It feels like we've barely moved at all. Yeah, well, after the, the hyperdrive or whatever, that thing was so effective, too. Okay, just let us in. We'll talk... Now, is any of you Zbiff that are in this waiting room waiting for us to go meet with Jeff, J. Jiffy privately... Nor any of you, Zbiff, uh, like pretending to be an observer. Well, no, no, we don't need anything from Zbiff. Jif may. Well, no, no, we are compartmentalized. We only know we're working on a show helping the helpers. And, I mean, I know Zbiff's a helper, so helping so many things so effectively. Oh, boy, helping increases so many things. I mean, I'm sure the helpers of the world have so many customers that they can thank Zbiff for. Oh, yeah, because of the advert. Yeah, the social media and shop. Yeah, that's exactly why. Okay, well, if any of you want to get the message to Zbiff that we're also here to see Zbiff, uh, you know, we're, but we'll meet with Jeff privately and uh, we're going to assume, yes, uh, thanks. Hey, hey Jeff. Uh, AJ Jiffy, good to meet you. You might not recognize us because we've never met before. But I'm R.W. Richard Warren, and this is James Cash. Uh, those are our first and last names, of course. Sometimes we get mixed up because we have lots of nicknames, too. We're, we're from LMNOP. Oh, we did meet before because I forgot that, uh, you know, because whatever you did to us with that ticking clock in front of us and the counting down... I know we weren't supposed to remember anything, but I know you, uh, it's good to, good to meet you again for the second, I don't know, I guess it, uh, uh James? Yeah, hey, J. Jiffy, we're, uh, it's good to be here, and I'm not exact. so we're here from LMNOP, the, the show Help the Helpers, I think we, our teams were in contact with one another, and it looks like, are you living here in the Zbiff facility under your own will uh, for total pleasure? And uh, is this going to be a Zbiff related project that you're working on? Oh, you don't know? So so have you met with Zbiff, J. Jiffy? Do you know Zbiff yet? Uh, you don't. Uh, so you not, you've not met Zbiff. So you, like... Uh, I'll be honest with you, J. Jiffy, my partner and I, you know, we're, we were, we were here. We, we wanted to pretend we were coming here to be friendly, but we've kind of been, uh, we've had our eye on you and like a lot of people out there, we understand what you're up to with the meeting with everybody. You know, us, we're helping the helpers and that's a real thing. Helpers need help too. Uh, OP is not a thing. We made that up just to, to put a ruse on you, J. Jiffy. And I know you didn't confuse us. Like, we also, that was another ruse that I'm admitting to right now. You did not put us under hypnotic. So any confusion is just my acting and not something real. But we've been following you, and we probably share, you know, there's probably other people out there that if they could hear me now, they would share my concerns that I have about you. On one hand, apparently you've been traveling because, uh, you know, we work with a big production company, so we've heard about this stuff, and we've been working on other reality shows. 
And a lot of times we've been in your wake hearing about this legend of Jay Jiffy, street artist, uh, raconteur, uh, you know, whatever. There's other things people call you. Also people who call you uh, a lot of other names. There's a strong feelings about you on both sides. Uh, though lately it seems like you've been become like a G-O-A-T, sca- you know, a sca- a scapegoat uh, for most things. And we know you've been meeting with all the helpers because we run the show Help the Helpers. So, so we know you've been meeting, trying to get an understanding of different therapies, science-backed and research-backed therapies. And you've also been meeting with experts in organizational uh, health uh, and the impacts of technology on health and ways to mitigate that. We're, we're aware of all of that. Uh, and that you, you were once very popular. Now you're kind of all of the things of, that people project onto ZBIF uh, is being projected onto you right now. And most of that's not great. So that's like, uh, just to diffuse your stress too, it's probably not real. But myself and other people probably would wonder, what are you really up to? Are you trying to, you know, ZBIF has built a powerful social media shopping platform, uh, you know, for the benefit, uh, you'd say, well, for the benefit of the, you know, owners, you know, that you'd say a lot of those things. Or because it's free or, you know, just has microtransactions, uh, where's the product and where's the consumer or, you know, those lines are blurred. It seems like I'm wondering just like what your intention is. If you seem to be trying to help the helpers and help the helpers help, uh, or, you know, if everybody at ZBIF would probably have something to worry about. And I'm just here to figure out uh, if uh, that's a fact, you know, that maybe me and James should meet with ZBIF uh, and talk this out. Uh, uh, James, James, do you, do you want to take over for me? Hey, JJ. So, JJ, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, my friend there, he, he, he petered out. It's good to meet you. Or... I feel like even though Richie's kind of going on this uh, path here that uh, we've met before, as a matter of fact, I think you you really remind me of uh, one of my friends. And but before that, I noticed there's somebody they're opening the door to our room here. Uh, hey, come on in, come on in. Yeah, good good to meet you. So you're still part of Zbiff team? Are any of you secretly Zbiff though? No. Uh, well, who is Zbiff? I mean, I don't know. Is that like something you're asking us? Uh, we're wondering the same thing. Oh, if we get, if we guess who Zbiff is correctly or what Zbiff is, is that like a hint or is that to confuse us more? Oh, we'll get one guess each, um... Okay, well, there's two only two guesses we could guess with the limited amount of information we have. And I know Richie's going to want to guess one of them. So, Richie, why don't you go ahead? Okay, this is so you're trying to put us in a little, you're trying to do one of those things like where you ask uh, how many times does the creature, the person crawl, then they walk two, then they go three. I know, I know those ones. It's called something. It's like a riddle. I mean, if I had to guess what Zbiff was, if it's not one of you pretending, or somewhere, you know, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere out there, is James, you know, one time when I couldn't sleep, that's what James sang to me. He told me about this. Uh, he told me the story of Fivel. I won't get into it now. And he would sing me the song somewhere out there. But anyway, James, like I would say it's a team of uh, super geniuses probably. But again, we don't have any information, so this is a pointless riddle. It's technically not a riddle. It's just a trick question, I believe. Yeah, so I'll go with Richie's answer, and I'll say it could also be a supercomputer, but that's like a, actually comes up a lot in other uh, stories I've even read. 
where the supercomputer is supposed to be guiding all of the decisions. And I'm sure you do have a lot of algorithms. We're, we understand that. Uh, but before you process our answers, and Richie's about to interrupt me, like, uh, and decide, okay, yeah, well, this is a game you're playing with us. If you'll excuse us, we're trying to meet with Jay Jiffy here. And we were about to, James was about to talk about how Jay Jiffy reminds him of one of our friends, Jiff, which is strange. And I'm not even sure we're interested in CBIF anymore or getting to the bottom of it. And you did interrupt us right when James was actually speaking to maybe some of your needs uh, as employees or friends of ZBIF. Uh, so please excuse us. We you, you Save your riddles for something else. Uh, it seems almost childish, no offense. Oh, you know what? I've just learned to apologize. I apologize for saying it seems childish. I'm just uh, a little short as I'm in the middle of something. I was wrong for saying that. I'm sorry. And if I can make it up to you later, I will. Uh, now, please leave. James, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was saying you remind us of our friend Jiff. Uh, and thank you for staying silent mostly through all this, Jay Jiffy, and just listening. You have a very placid smile on your face, which is sometimes like almost like a smirk, but it seems calm or confident. But yeah, our friend Jiff was from a place called Kansas. Uh, now we weren't, uh, we didn't live in Kansas when we met Jiff. Uh, but Jiff had magically uh, come. Well, yeah. Let's just say Jiff ended up in a world that uh, after we had met Jiff. Anyway, there was another world uh, called Raz. E-A-R-O-Z. And Jiff had arrived there and decided to, like, uh, didn't know where to go. And someone said, well, just follow this gold road. The road to make the gold, you know. Oh, J Richie, go ahead. Right. And so Jiff decided to follow this road. But what Jiff didn't know which Jif was very lacking when Jif set out set out on this road. Uh, and we set out on the road with Jif, uh, uh, James and I. Uh, uh, we weren't in Kansas anymore. And so Jif, you know, Jif had a lot of things uh, that needed helping. Jif uh, was like, uh, had the courage of a scarecrow, like uh, no courage at all. Uh, just, you know, like empty, uh, you know, they say, well, you just stand there. You do, you do like, uh, you're chasing off birds. And uh, Jif had the heart of a lion, you know, that said, well, I must, uh, there's prey and then there's big cats and there's nothing in between. And so the heart of a lion, which doesn't work in Kansas or Uraz, uh, Unless you're a lion, which Jif was not. He was a person. You see, well, you have the heart of a lion. That's not going to do you any good unless you're going to be running around chasing everybody. And the brains of a tin, a tin person, which you say, what's a tin person? I say, well, before there was computers, there was steam-driven uh, automatons uh, that didn't have a binary computational system like uh, you would know here, or solid-state electronics. So they really only were really good at one or two functions that they had been designed for. And in some sense, these tin people or steam-driven uh, beings, automatons, really uh, had no brains. They could just do one or two things very, very well. And Jif shared all those things as he smiles at me. He learned to smile on the journey. Uh, and, and, and during the journey, Jif had to do a lot of things and learn uh, how not to have the heart of a lion, how to have the heart of a caring uh, lioness or, you know, like a, not, a, not any, you know, of a, of a, a human and say, oh, this is what empathy and compassion are. How could I put myself in other shoes or better understand things? Uh, 
What is that experience like since I've never been through it? Jiff was able to do that. And so, Jay Jiffy, I don't know if you're able to do that or, you know, I know we're privately talking here. But Jiff did learn all to do those things. And we went on uh, through uh, Uraz, uh And we had to deal with other things. First, you know, there was the sleeping. That's when Jiff learned to be have a heart because uh, we kept falling asleep. And Jiff said, well, I'll keep you awake. Uh, don't worry. With my constant talking about uh, TV shows I like nonstop forever. Uh, then we had to deal with these uh, these birds that were just getting on our nerves. They were flying around, uh, wanted us to go ride with them, and they, they were also talking a lot and squawking. And uh, that's when Jif learned uh, to have a brain and said, Hey, why don't you just go over there? I'll show you where these ponds are that are more bird-friendly than bugging us. And he taught the birds to, to, to talk to fish, and it took a lot of brains to do that. I, w- I don't know if I would have been able to do that. Uh, and then uh, we had, we learned, there was an antagonist, of course, on, of course in her eyes, uh, multiple ones. Uh, now, they weren't really antagonists. Uh, they thought they worked for a higher being and that their judgment was just better than everybody else's, and that they knew better, and that they would teach everybody how to do things, and that everybody would listen and understand, and then the world would be great. Uh, But they were also, you know, they were, uh, uh, or this one antagonist who represented them, you know, she had a lot more powers than a regular Eurasian or Kansian, I don't know if you call it a Kansian or, uh, I don't know, but it was someone from Kansas, like Jif. And so we, we the, that, that uh, antagonist, who wasn't really an antagonist, just a misguided person with powers, you know, well, not technically a person, we called them angles uh, there. This was the... the uh, the obtuse angle of the the the, uh, the, the lower quad, lower right hand quadrant. I don't know what it, you know whatever that's called. And uh, this eastern angle, you know whatever it's called, the angle that that uh, angle. Uh, that's where Jif had to find some courage because at first we tried to say, "Hey, cut it out." Uh, you know, we got a hornet. You know, why do you got? Why can't you? Why you got to mess with our stuff? Um, James, could you take over the rest of the story for a minute there? Sure, Richie. So, so yeah. So, Jeff uh, learned that uh, real courage is uh, seeing beyond the antagonism or resent because the, the, the you know there was R-E-S-E-N-T-M-E-N-T. Even with us, because we said, well, you you have powers that we don't have. And you're saying you're so great. It, it, that can get in the way of saying, well, actually, this being's more perfect than us, but not perfect. Uh, and it's kind of like throwing water on a, you know, like a dog that you think smells good. And then you say, oh, boy, it doesn't smell good anymore. It just needs, but then you say, oh, it just needs a bath. Uh, and so we were able to bathe that angle because of Jif's courage to see beyond F-E-A-R and, you know, the, the steaming, you know, the small things. That, it's out of your control to try to see, even though it's within Jif's control, Jif was able to find the courage to look beyond Jif's control and accept that. And that's how Jif learned to be courageous and then we discovered that this world was actually w- w- run by a genius who had gone away on a balloon trip, uh, or so we thought. We didn't know. They said, "Oh well, there's the uh, er, the, 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 the 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 Izzard of Oz of Uraz, uh, and they're off on a balloon trip, and we don't know when they'll be back to set things right." And then. Um, 
we realized, oh, wait, if, if this uh, balloon-based super being isn't there, what in all this antagonism that had existed before we arrived, what if we could teach these skills? Uh, you, if Jif could, we, we and Jif could teach these skills to other people in Uraz to help one another because they were all kind of, some of them were missing all of those things. And so Jif set forth to, to kind of teach people a new way of life, uh, kind of, just mostly by example, but also because we had we, Jif was really popular at that point uh, because of the, the like everybody couldn't believe the birds were not just on me, Jif and James Richie's nerves, everybody else. The same with the um, the angles; they were telling everybody what to do on this planet in this world, uh, but soon we realized that that world would have to deal with that world on its own and that Jif uh, would have to go back to Kansas and that we would also go back to Kansas at some point uh, because uh, we were in a place like our, Can- our Kansas. Uh, that's where Richie and I lived. Uh, and uh, Richie? Oh, thank you, James. So, but that's not, James is being a little bit, uh, James and I were also not perfect. Uh, you know, James uh, and I, we thought, I thought we, I knew everything. I'll be honest with you, uh, Jay Jiffy. And that I knew best, even that I was always right. You know, I never learned to actually apologize because I wanted to apologize because I knew I was wrong. And my mistakes had impacted people. Uh, to me, apologies were W-E-A-K. And only to you, you would only use them strategically. Not because you said, well, I made a mistake here. And so I went into that world not knowing how to apologize. Uh, but I left it and returned to Arkansas uh, knowing how to apologize. And James, uh, James never, uh, James learned to, to trust other people because James was, uh, and to loosen a little bit of James's control. If you don't mind me speaking for you, James. No, yeah, I returned to Arkansas with the same thing. And we all had the peace of mind in knowing that Jeff uh, had kind of set in place that world having the resources isn't needed to discover the courage, to discover the heart, to discover the brains or the sense, uh, uh, to learn the things they needed to do to make that world whole or, or, you know, three quarters whole. You don't have to be totally whole. And also how to apologize and how to give up control and have trust and faith and hope, uh, and so that's when we returned to home was after that was set in motion. And, of course, it was also that uh, a lot of people had been closely following Jif uh, as Jif went along. And, you know, that's how that story turned out of us and our friend Jay Jiffy. Uh, yeah, now, Jay Jiffy, uh, you, I have to be honest with you, uh, you know, the, there's a bunch of people that are projecting on you uh, that are going to try to uh, crowdsource you down. And uh, that's going to happen in not that long. So I think, to be honest with you, I, I've seen through things, and I know you're our friend Jeff from Kansas. And it's time for you to go back to Kansas. And you haven't spoken, which is good, Uh so I want you to close your eyes. You, you look down first. Uh, after you close your eyes, look down at your feet, and you'll see ruby red slippers on your feet. And I want you to click your heels uh, and say, well, it's not home. Kansas isn't your home, your previous home. It's your current home. Uh, think of some saltine crackers and some Wonder Bread and click your heels together and say, uh, I'm I'm going to be back. I want to be back in Kansas for, with my best friends some more. Or no, or there's no place like home. But go ahead and do that. Okay, good job. Oh, and there's Jay Jiffy's gone. Uh, 
Uh, James, my goodness, J. Jiffy just vanished in thin air. Uh, how is that even possible? Good thing we were alone and no, oh, the door's opening, James. Yeah, I don't know how that was, oh, hey. Uh, hey, come on in. Uh, hey, kid, come on in. I'm not a kid. Oh, oh, well, uh, come on in. Uh, what can we, can we, 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 what can we help you with? Uh, do you work here at Zbiff? Uh, Zbiff? Uh, I want to, I want to go to Kansas too. Uh, can I go to Kansas? Uh, why don't you sit there on Jiff's bed where Jiff was sitting, and uh, you can picture like you have ruby red slippers uh, for a second. Uh, you're, so you're not a kid. Are you a young adult uh, you, or, 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 or uh, something like that? Uh, yeah, I guess. I just want to go to Kansas. I want to get out of here and just go to Kansas and live there. It sounds pretty great. Uh, it's not great there. It's very uh, – Kansas is a more of a state – It's it, well, there's a, there's a place that was called Kansas. This is different. That was a metaphor, actually. Uh, we weren't talking about a real place called Kansas. Yeah, but that's fine. It sounds really interesting. And I, I, how did Jay Jiffy disappear? Are you, it was Jay Jiffy and all of you, are you from other worlds? Can I go to the other worlds with you? Okay, James, why don't you take this one here? Uh, hey, well, um, young person, you know, I I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've been learning a little bit about how, you know, sometimes people create something when they're young, like in their university dorm room, when they're just a young person. They're not even an adult. Their brain has developed in some places, but not every place. And then the thing they invent takes on a life of their own, and maybe they have ambition and drive, and they help carry that thing forward. But they don't know everything, right? They can't see all the impacts of what they're going to create and what it's going to become. And then they get into a place, and they maybe they feel stuck, uh, and the thing they built has become something else, uh, but they feel like maybe the momentum's too much for them to change it. Uh, does that sound familiar to you at all? Yeah, it kind of does. And they, uh, of course, if they did that, uh, they'd want to get away to a place like Kansas, whether it's a metaphor or a real place or a representation of a, a real place that we're having represent uh another place uh but we're not saying anything about kansas we love kansas by the way there's a place in a, another world yeah we're from another world too by the way young person but uh yeah we're for there's a great place called kansas where we were once from but we're talking about another place we call it it's also called purgatory we were just going to kansas in the story because it sounded good and that's where jiff went and, of course, if you were in this world and you created something like a social media shopping platform when you were just a kid, maybe 16, 17 years old, and then by the time you were 19, 20, 21, it was a giant business, uh, and then by the time you were in your early 20s, it was a ubiquitous thing almost everybody used, uh, and it was a bank, and it was a movie theater, and it was a way for people to communicate. Maybe you wouldn't know where, you, maybe it got complicated really fast. And maybe it felt like something that isn't under your control, but it's not even under your influence. Or maybe sometimes your own influence is mixed, just like we were saying. Like maybe you never got to go on that journey Jif went on to discover the tools you need for whatever lack is, uh, whatever tools you actually need to, 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 uh, you know what I'm saying, kid? I'm not a kid though. Yeah. I just mean that in a, a like a protective, a loving way, even though I don't really know you. Wait, hold on, James. I'm sorry. I apologize because I guess I missed something here. So I'm apologizing in a way saying I may be wrong or it's just dawning on me what you're saying. 
It's nice to meet you. I'm Richard Warren Sears. This is James Cash Penny. We're not from Kansas, uh, but we've, we've both been to Kansas. Uh, we are from uh, Earth, uh, another world, right, correct. Uh, actually, another plane of existence. Are you Zebif? Uh, yeah, and I want to leave with you. You're going to leave? Can I leave with you, please? Because I don't like... Um, you're, everything you just said is right, and I just don't want to be here for it. Uh, I just want to go to another world and start over, like at 17. Okay, I understand how you're feeling. I've been there before. And believe it or not, if you think that Zebif has totally, you know, interrupted and upset the balance of human existence in this world... And had it mostly a negative impact, despite its positive... Okay, sorry about that. I see I'm making tears in your eyes. Uh, what I was trying to say was I've been... I've made mistakes much greater than those. Uh, I've de-existed uh, multiple planes of existence, uh, including Kansas, uh, no more because of me. Do you believe that? Kansas was a great place until uh, uh, James Cash, Penny, and Richard Warren Sears tried to... Uh, fix the afterlife, and that impacted the current life. Uh, and that's how we ended up almost here on Earth. Uh, but what I'm saying is one thing I learned, uh, other than learning from Jif, uh, courage and heart and uh, common sense uh, and using our intelligence in a balance with those things, uh, learning how to apologize and be wrong and learn from that, and learning from James that you can't control everything. Sometimes you got to have some trust. Is you can't run. Uh, you, you're going to have to fix some of this stuff. Uh, and believe it or not, Jif did you a favor. And there's probably people in the other room watching us right now. No, I shut it off. Uh, but you're probably recording it, right? Yeah. So you could edit it and make it look good. But uh, there will be people watching our interaction in hoping for you to succeed, and other people that will be hoping the other thing, too. But one thing you should know about Jif is uh, Jif's really smart and really uh, uh, driven, and you two would probably get along pretty good if Jif was here, but I had to send Jif back to uh, Purgatory, like that's what we we're calling Kansas. Hearst's uh, way better, by the way, even with this complication. But you, you, Jif's already you set up the superstructure uh, for you to start fixing things. Uh, all you need to do, like your social media and shopping platform, creates uh, some pollution. It's not pollution you could see. Uh, and it's a harder pollution to measure because it's on a, uh, it affects the heart and the sense and the courage of people uh, or the opposites of those things. And that makes it easy to disregard or to pass over, but it's the same kind of pollution as the other kinds, and it needs to be dealt with and cleaned up. Uh, and I guess you got to take responsibility for it. Now, it's not all your fault. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you have an opportunity here uh, to take steps uh, with GIF's uh, help, uh, science-backed uh, research steps with these helpers of helpers, uh, to fix things, uh, right, James? Yeah, Jif has uh, set up a system, I think, and gathered experts and experts about expertise and helpers and people who are experts in helping and helping so that you can start to clean things up and actually move into the next phase, just like where you are now. Don't look at it like a, a journey that started and ended. You're still on your journey, Zbiff, and this is just the next step in your journey. So you're just like Jif. Uh, maybe you just are on the golden road now, and maybe you don't even know. Jif didn't know that Jif needed courage and heart and brains, and uh, I didn't really realize uh, how little I trusted people like my friend Richard Warren Sears. Uh, and, you know, I did realize that Richard Warren Sears needed to apologize, but maybe Richard Warren Sears didn't. And 
seeing him understand that is beautiful to me. So you really have an opportunity to make something beautiful, or at least to try to. And uh, that can make all the difference in the world. Yeah, but I'm just like, it just seems really hard. And, you know, I have those feelings inside me, like you're talking about strong ones. Uh, I'd rather just go with you and leave here. Okay, listen, I'll tell you what, Z-Biff, because I'm getting tired, and I'm going to lie down here in this cot next year. It's a good thing there's two cots in this room. And I want you to lie down next to me in the cot next to me like we're roommates. And I want you to think about uh, if you could trust me. You know, I told you that story about Jif, uh, and I've learned a lot, uh, and what if I help you fix things? What if I'm here for you? Because I know you're just a kid. You're not a kid anymore, but uh, you never really got a chance to be a kid, huh? And now, and now you have all these responsibilities. Pretty overwhelming, huh? It kind of happened fast, and people act like you should know all the answers. Yeah. Well, I want to help you with that, and I'm going to stay here. I'm not going to go back to Kansas anymore. I'm going to stay here and help you. Richie, uh, and James, I want you to go back and help Jif. Uh, well, Richie, I want to stay with you and help you. Uh, James, I'm going to need you to trust me. I'm going to stay here in this world. I'm going to go to bed and, and get some sleep here with Z-Biff. Uh, and when Z-Biff and I wake up, uh, his team will probably let us rest for a few nights or something and relax. Maybe we'll play some games, get to know one another. And then Z-Biff and I will start cleaning things up uh, little by little. And it won't be easy. You know, I'm not, I'm not you know, Z-Biff, I feel a little AFRAID too. But I'm going to help you and maybe you'll help me. When I'm wrong, I'll apologize. And I'll apologize when I forget to apologize. And I'll be wrong when I forget to apologize. And, you know, if you could accept me as an imperfect person, I'll, I can accept you as one too. But, James, I have to ask you to accept uh, your trust in me. Maybe it's not 100%. Uh, so I need you to close your eyes, James, and uh, picture those ruby red slippers on your feet and click your heels together. And picture Z-Biff and I cleaning things up off a beach uh, one little thing at a time. We'll do it, and you'll be off with your friend Jif, uh so, click your heels and say, uh, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Good night.